praise his wonderful name. Give God thanks one more time. And want you just clap your hands unto the Lord and give him the praise. Give him the honor, give him what belongs to him. He's Lord, Lord over our lives. Hallelujah. We worship him as God. We worship him as the King of kings and the Lord of all. Hallelujah. Praise be his wonderful name. Thank you, Jesus. Tonight, let's turn our Bible to the gospel of St. John chapter 9. Before we go to St. John chapter 9, let's go to, um, to St. John chapter 20. Verse 30, beginning at verse 30. And after which we will go to St. John chapter 9. I particularly wanted for us to read this verse as we look on the passage of scripture from St. John chapter 9. Uh, this is the key verse. Of the gospel of John. So particularly verse 31. But we'll pick up from verse 30. John says. The disciples saw Jesus do many. Other miraculous signs. Many other signs. That's not recorded. In the gospel of John. And John says. The disciples saw Jesus do many other miraculous signs in addition to the ones recorded in this book. But these are written so that you may continue to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing in him, you will have life by the power of his name. John wants us to understand everything I recorded in this book is miraculous signs. I recorded them for the purpose, for the single purpose of us to understand that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God. And if we have that understanding, uh, we should know that by believing in him, you will have life by the power of his name. And John 1 and verse 4 tells us, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. From the King James Version, John 20 and 30 says, Many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that he might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing he might have life through his name. How many of us understand that a miraculous display of God's power has everything to do with the revelation of his name? God does not have to prove anything to anybody that he has the power to heal or do these miraculous signs. But he wants for us to understand the revelation of his name. Every miracle, when you see a miracle being demonstrated, it gives us an understanding of the revelation of his name that we who believe we continue to believe we will have life by the power of his name i want uh, to speak tonight from the theme or the topic life is in his name life In his name. 
the gospel of, J of John chapter 9, and I'm going to read, read this account here. Gospel of John chapter 9, reading from verse 1. Now I'll read a little bit, a little bit quicker. Bible said, as Jesus was walking along, he saw a man who had been blind from birth. Rabbi, his disciple asked him, why was this man born blind? Was it because of his own sins or his parents' sins? When we read this now, this is a miracle that the Lord is about to um, do. And John said he recorded this miracle us to know that Jesus is the Christ son of the living God you know sometimes we, we pay a lot of attention to the details of the miracle or to be excited about Jesus performing a miracle but John said I want you to know by this miracle that Jesus is the son of the living God. He's the Messiah. And that by believing what you what I have written here, when you believe that he is the Messiah, you may have life through his name. The name of Jesus is important. There is no life except through the name of Jesus. And I asked a question about this young man who was born blind. Who sinned, this man or his parents? And Jesus said, it was not because of his sins or his parents' sins, Jesus answered. This happened so the power of God could be seen in him. We must quickly carry out the tasks assigned us by the one who sent us the night is coming and then no one can work but while i am here in the world i am the light of the world then he spit on the ground made mud with the saliva and spread the mud over the blind man's eyes he told him go wash yourself in the pool of siloam Silo means sent. So the man went and washed and came back seen. Jesus spat on the ground, made mud, covered the blind man's eyes and tell him go wash. This man is touched by the Lord. But he, he still has not seen Jesus. He's blind. When the Lord told him to go wash, we will learn later on in this passage of scripture that the Lord left him. And he went obeying the words of Jesus. Let's read on. His neighbors and others who knew him as a blind beggar asked each other, isn't this the man who used to sit and beg? Some said he was, and others said, no, he just looks like him. But the beggar kept saying, yes, I am the same one. They asked, who healed you? He's healed. What happened? He told them, the man they call Jesus. I never see, see him. I, knew, I know he made mud, spread it over my eyes, and told me, go to the pool of Siloam and wash yourself. So I went, I obeyed, and washed, and now I can see. Where is he now? They asked. I don't know, he replied. And they took the man who had been blind to the Pharisees, because it was on the Sabbath that Jesus had made the mud and healed him. 
The Pharisees asked the man all about it. So he told them. He put the mud over my eyes. And when I washed it away, I could see. Nobody's interested in the man's miracle. Some of the Pharisees said, this man Jesus is not from God. For he's working on the Sabbath. Others said, but how could an ordinary sinner do such miraculous signs? So there was a deep division of opinion among them. And the Pharisees again questioned the man who had been blind and demanded, what's your opinion about this man who healed you? The man replied, I think He's a prophet. The Jewish leaders still refused to believe the man had been blind and could now see. So they call in his parents. The man is convinced that Jesus must be a prophet. This is no ordinary experience. He must be a prophet. So, Jewish leaders still refused to believe the man had been blind and could now see. So they call in his peers. They ask, um, is this your son? Was he born blind? If so, how can he now see? His parents replied, we know this is our son and he was born blind. But we don't know how he can see or who healed him. Ask him. He's old enough to speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders who had announced that anyone saying Jesus was the Messiah would be expelled from the synagogue. That's why they said he is old enough. Ask him. See, some folks are just Afraid to align themselves with the name of Jesus. They're afraid. Because they have something to lose in this world. Probably fame. Relevance. The name of Jesus will cost every man something. And that's one of the biggest challenges. Why people are not committed to the ministry of Jesus. Because it's going to cost us something. The parents said he is old enough. Ask him. And they said this because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Because the Jewish leaders had announced that anyone saying Jesus was the Messiah, would be expelled from the synagogue. They want to be able to attend the synagogue. They did not want to be expelled from the synagogue. So instead they passed the book. He's old enough. Ask him. So for the second time, they ask him. They call him in the man who had been blind and told him, God should get the glory for this. Because we know this man, Jesus, is a sinner. A lot of people have formed opinions in their mind about who Jesus is. This religious group said, we know, we're absolutely sure that Jesus is a sinner. Question is, who is Jesus? Why is it important that we believe in him? Why is it important for us to acknowledge him? To know him? They have already formed a conclusion in your mind 
as it pertains to Jesus. We know this man, Jesus, is a sinner. The blind man whose eyes were now open said, Man, I don't know whether he is a sinner. The man replied, But I know this. I was blind, but no, I can see. You can call him sinner. I don't know. I'm, I'm rejoicing in a miracle that I have received. They asked, but what did he do? They asked, how did he heal you? He told them before. He said, look, the man exclaimed, I told you once, didn't you listen? Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? And they cursed him and said, you are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know God spoke to Moses, but we don't even know where this man comes from. Why? That's very strange, the man replied. He healed my eyes, and yet you don't know where he comes from. He healed my eyes, and yet you don't know where he comes from. What a, what a wonderful question. We know that God doesn't listen to sinners, but he is ready to hear those who worship him and do his will. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Ever since the world began, no one has been able to open the eyes of someone born blind. If this man were not from God, he couldn't have done it. You are born a total sinner, they answered. Are you trying to teach us? And they threw him out of the synagogue. When Jesus... When Jesus heard what had happened, he found the man and asked, Do you believe in the Son of Man? The man answered, Who is he, sir? I want to believe in him. You have seen him, Jesus said, and he's speaking to you. Yes, Lord, I believe, the man said, and he worshipped Jesus. What a wonderful passage of scripture that John has recorded here. John says he write these things for us to understand that Jesus is the Messiah, the Christ. Here we have in this passage of scripture an encounter of light versus darkness. Jesus being opposed by a simple miracle. The man said in the verse, verse 32, in arguing with them, 31, he said, we know that God doesn't listen to sinners but he is ready to hear those who worship him and to do his will there's something about this miracle that should allow you to understand that no ordinary person can do such a thing it must be God or must be done by the power of the living God. And if it is done by the power of the living God, then Jesus now stands in the center of everything. And the question that we have to ask is who 
is he? It means if you have seen him as a sinner, your conclusion is incorrect. Who is he that we should listen to him? That's a good question. Who is he that we should pay attention to him? Very good question. The man, even though he is healed from his sickness, he's not too sure about who Jesus is. One thing he's sure of is that he's healed. He was blind, but now he can see. And that it was a man called Jesus who spat on the ground, made mud, covered his eyes, and tell him, go wash. I did exactly what he asked me to do. And when I came back, I was seen. Because this man was so connected to the miracle. He wants to know or he holds Jesus even though he doesn't understand him. Uh, in the fullest who he is. He holds him in high regard. Because of clinging to Jesus, he's thrown out of the synagogue. In the book of Psalm 27, chapter of um, ver, um, division of Psalm, in verse 10, says, For when my father and my mother have forsaken me, the Lord will take me in. And as soon as he's thrown out of the synagogue, Jesus heard what had happened. He found the man and asked, Do you believe in the Son of Man? Do you believe in the Son of Man? Not if you believe he exists. But do you believe in the Son of Man? Many, there are many persons today, if you ask them, do you believe in Jesus? They will tell you, yes, I believe he came into this world. I believe he was crucified. I believe he died. And I believe he was resurrected from the dead and ascended into glory. I believe. But this is not the question that Jesus is asking. It's a question. Do you place your trust in the son of man. Not if he exists. But have you trusted him? It's a different question altogether. What is the importance. Of using the. The term. Son of man. He could have said, do you believe in the Son of God? But he uses the term, Son of Man. Let's look at John chapter 5 and verse 27. John 5 and verse 27.
And he has given him authority to judge everyone because he is the son of man. So when Jesus asks the man, do you believe in the son of man? I understand this miracle has caused you to be thrown out of the synagogue. There are those in the synagogue who are opposing me. They don't believe in me. Darkness versus light. But I want to know from you, sir, do you believe in the Son of Man? Have you placed your trust in the Son of Man? That's why the man answered, who is he, sir? I want to believe in him. I want to place my trust in him. The question, to my brothers, my sisters, ladies and gentlemen, it's good to hear about Jesus. But I have to ask you the question, do you believe in the Son of Man? You, have you placed your trust in him? Man asks, who is he, sir? I want to believe in him. Why? <laughs> John writes in John 5 and verse 27. The father has given him authority to judge everyone because he is the son of man. He's the judge. Man said, Jesus said to him, you have seen him, Jesus said, and he's speaking to you. Yes, Lord, I believe, the man said, and he worshipped Jesus. He fell down prostrate before the Lord and worship him. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Jesus told him, I Entered this world to render judgment. That's the reason why Jesus began to speak about his purpose. Another dimension of his purpose. He said, I entered, I came into this world to render judgment. To give sight to the blind. And to show those who think they see that they are blind. A whole lot of folks believe that they have the right message. They have uh, everything that they have. Uh, They're so convinced of it, about it that they believe that it's going to give them eternal life. But Jesus is the one that has eternal life. Let's continue to look. Hallelujah. Let's go to John chapter John chapter 24 Jesus says I tell you the truth those who listen to my message and believe in God who sent me have eternal life they will never be condemned for their sins but they have already passed from death into life Simply by believing, listening to the message of Jesus. 
what he has to say. He said they have already passed from death into life. What is so important about the words of Jesus? What's so important about his message? John tells us in John 6 and verse 63, he said the spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing. And the very words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But some of you don't believe to reject God's word is to stand in condemnation. To reject God's word is to remain in darkness. In him was life. And his life was the light of the world. John 3 and verse 18. There is no judgment against anyone who believes in him. But anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged for not believing in God's one and only son. And the judgment is based on this fact. God's light came into the world, but people love the darkness more than the light for their actions were evil. To reject Jesus is to reject life. All who do evil hate the light. And refuse to go near it for fear their sins will be exposed. We can't get any plainer than that. Jesus says, any man who loves evil, hate the light. And they don't want to get close to the light. Because their sins will be exposed. Their evil will be made known. But those who do what is right come to the light so others can see that they are doing what God wants. Oh, praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's look on John 5 and verse 25. Jesus now as he uses the term, do you believe in the Son of Man? Because he's the judge. Power is given to him to grant eternal life. And that life can only be experienced through his name. When Israel was to be delivered out of Egypt. God gave them a name. A titles. He gave them a name. John 5 and verse 25. He said, I assure you. That the time is coming. Indeed it's here. Now. When the dead will hear my voice. The voice of the son of God. And those who listen. Will live. Those who listen. Will live. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Those who listen will live. Verse 28 of, of, of John 5. Don't be so surprised. Indeed, the time is coming when all the dead in their graves will hear the voice of God's son. And they will rise again. Those who have done good will rise 
to experience eternal life. And those who have continued in evil will rise to experience judgment. So we understand the importance of listening to what Jesus has to say. The final word comes from him. This is, these are the words that will tell us of the destiny of a man's soul. It's not something to play around with. Now he's talking about a time. So it's coming and it's here now. When the dead will hear my voice. The voice of the son of God. And those who listen. Will live. He's talking now. What time is he referring to? He says the coming hour. Already is. The resurrection life. For the physically dead. In the end time. Is already being. Manifest. As life for the spiritually dead. The resurrection power that we will experience. Verse 28 tells us now. Uh, John 5 verse 28 tells us that all the dead in their graves will hear the voice of God's son. And they will rise again. That's the future time. But he's telling us in verse 25 that the time is coming. Indeed, it's here now. Resurrection power can be experienced now to those who are spiritually dead simply by believing in his name. It's the voice of the son of God that will make the difference what he says my God almighty is what we ought to listen to what we ought to do praise his wonderful name hallelujah hallelujah he says whoever hears my word and believes me who sent me has eternal life Verse 24, we go back to verse 24. And, and, and John 6, 63 tells us now the importance of his word. It's no ordinary thing. These words that he's speaking are spirit and their life. These words grant eternal life to anyone who believe. And as soon as you believe... You're, you're caught in an experience where you begin to, to, to experience the resurrection power because you who are, are spiritually dead are now brought to life. That's why he said, do you believe in the son of man? Have you placed your trust in him? Because I want you now to pass from death to life. Yes, you have a miracle, but that's not good enough. In the passage of scripture here in St. John chapter 5, the man who was, the lame man who was healed, Jesus found him in the temple rejoicing and Jesus had one good sound word for him. Some folks rejoice in a miracle and miss the revelation. Jesus said to him, said, you, you know what's good enough for you? Yes, you can walk, you can jump, you can skip, you can rejoice and a whole lot of joy you're experiencing right now. But there's something more than that. I want to tell you, go that way and sin no more. Stop sinning. If you get trapped in sinning, a worse thing is going to come upon you. It's the voice of the Son of God. His word that makes the difference. Jesus asked the question, would you go also? Simon in chapter in John 6 and 68 said, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. 
Your message is the only message that makes a difference. We have listened to other rabbis before, but these words that you're speaking, they're storing every fiber of our being. We have been changed from inside out. Something is happening. Hallelujah. 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 Don't you know? He looked on the tomb of Lazarus who was wrapped up dead, bound from head to toe in that sepulcher. He said, show me where you lay him. For resurrection power is passing through. My God Almighty. He said, Lazarus, come forth. He that was bound, hands and feet, came forth. He said, loose him and let him go. The message of Jesus. Hallelujah. Ministry of Jesus. He has the power to call the dead to life. Whether spiritually dead or physically dead. He has the power to resurrect you to life. All we have to do is to believe in his name. There is no hope outside of his name. I'm sorry for the individual who's still banking on titles. Do you believe in the son of man? What's his name? Jesus. But John said, I write this miracle so that you know that Jesus is the Messiah. The Christ who we have been waiting for. And that by believing, you may have life through his name. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. His voice uh, his words is, is life, life-giving power. My God Almighty, hallelujah. No other one like the name of Jesus. No other name like the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. He said in John 3 and verse 3, Truly, truly, I say unto you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Told Nicodemus, you must be born again. Truly, truly, I say unto you, Unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. you got to come through this name, my God Almighty, the name Jesus. That's why Peter, my God, spoke on the day of Pentecost and said, my God, when he asked the question, what shall we do? Seeing that we have crucified the Messiah, the one who came to give us life. We have killed him. We have no hope now. What shall we do? Peter said, don't worry yourself. Repent. Be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, so that your sins may be blotted out, may be forgiven. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. That's the only place, that's the only way we're going to experience life in his name he cried out on the last day of the feast stood up and cried out if anyone thirsts let him come to me and drink whoever believes in me as the scripture had said out of his belly will flow rivers of living water speaking now John tells us He's speaking about the spirit whom those who believed in him were to receive because the Holy Ghost was not yet given. Believe in me. Me who? Jesus. There are many folks who just can't come to terms Jesus, born in a manger, wrapped in swaddling clothes, gifts around him. And that's the image they have in their mind. But he is given all authority to judge. And anyone who does not believe in his name will be judged. Is under condemnation. Anyone who believes. Doesn't matter how sinful we were. Anyone who believes. 
is passed from death to life. Jesus finding this blind man asking the man said Lord tell me who he is sir I want to believe in him Jesus said you have seen him and he's speaking to you hallelujah the man said Lord I'm stretching out I believe in you hallelujah uh, and he worshipped Jesus. And that word that is used there, it means he, 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 he fell prostrate before the Lord. Worshipping the creator. Hallelujah. For John tells us, hallelujah, without him, my God, there was nothing made that was made. Who? The word. Hallelujah. That became flesh. His name is Jesus. He worshipped him, my God almighty. And, the, and, and, and Jesus tell him now. Don't you worry. I enter this world to render judgment, to give sight to the blind, and to show those who think they see that they are blind. You are worshiping, but there's another group up in the synagogue arguing about me, talking about I'm a sinner. And because they say they can see, they have remained blind. Hear what he has to say. Jesus says. They believe they are righteous. But they remain filthy. They believe that they can see. And the revelation is passing by. Because they believe. That they can see. We don't want to hear the words of Jesus. We don't want to hear nothing about this Jesus ministry. We, we believe in Moses. There are a lot of people believing lots of stuff. In this account, uh, these men believe in the, in the message of Moses. A lot of folks now telling us what they believe in. We don't believe in a Jesus that's going to bring this world into judgment. We don't believe in a Jesus that's going to, that's going to cast uh, um, body and soul into the lake of fire that burn it. A lot of folks don't believe, my God, in different stuff. But the Bible tells us what he has to say. He said, I'm not worrying about those who don't believe in me. But to reject me is to reject God. To reject the one who sent me. A lot of folks have made up in their mind what religion is about. Have made up in their mind how they are going to approach God. How they are going to serve him. In him was life. And his life was the light of men. Why? Because every man is born into darkness. And we are blind unless we adhere to the message of Jesus. That's the only way we're going to find life. Hallelujah. 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 Light shone, my God Almighty, in darkness. And darkness could not comprehend it. We're dark. Some of us are dark. We have our own philosophies of life. We don't want to hear this message of Jesus. We don't want anything to do with the church. Those people, the noisy people, and they say all manner of things. But Jesus says, do you trust in the Son of Man? Do you believe in Him? Because in Him, He has life. All power is given to him. He has he's gotten the authority. All judgment is left with him. Life is in his name. Come on, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Now, what does it mean to believe in him? What does it mean to trust in him? It means an individual 
who trust in him, like this blind man falling prostrate at the the feet of Jesus. Abandoning my whole self-will. A lot of folks still tied to their will. There's a big question mark if they believe in the Son of Man. Life is those who trust in him are experiencing resurrection power now. It's being made known. It's manifested right now. You have the Holy Ghost. He said, if you thirst, take a drink. If you're hungry, eat of my flesh. I'm the bread that came down from heaven. I come to give life. I have to remain in darkness. Dark. I have to reject him. To reject him is to remain in darkness. But to believe on him, to believe in his name, is to have life. Lift your hands and wave them in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Do you have that life? Are you experiencing that life tonight? Have you been buried in the name of the Lord Jesus? Have you been baptized? Have you been have you surrendered your life to Jesus? I'm not arguing about the philosophies of men. The interpretation of men concerning scriptures. Let's hear what Jesus said. I came into this world to give life. John says, I'm writing about this miracle. You may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life. With the power of his name. No name. No claim. No name. No life. There's no argument about Jesus. There's no debate. Look on. To those that he came to. Argued with him. Children of Abraham. As for you, you're born in fornication. Because they rejected the virgin birth of Jesus Christ. You are Joseph's son. Born in fornication. You're a sinner. We are children of Abraham. Jesus looked on them and said, You children of Abraham. Father is Satan. He said, if you don't believe that I am he, you are going to die in your sins. If you don't believe that I am the Messiah, the son of the living God that came to give life to any man that believes I don't care where you come from. I don't care, my God Almighty, where your life is at at this point. Jesus said, any man that believe on me, if you believe, you're going to receive life, my God. But if you don't believe, you're going to die in your sins. They tried to kill him. But no man could lay hands on him. For his hour was not yet come. Have you trusted him? I know I'm speaking to somebody tonight. Have you tasted this life-giving power? Shakotoraba Sanda Messiah. 
Hallelujah. Have you received the gift of the Holy Ghost? That make you speak with other tongues as the Holy Ghost give you utterance. Lift your hands where you are. My God Almighty. Hallelujah. Have you tasted of this bread? Hallelujah. Life is in the name of Jesus Christ. But there, there's no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. Only the name of Jesus carries salvation. It is the name that is given, my God Almighty, to redeem us from darkness and bring us into this marvelous light. Hallelujah. The light has come and is shining upon us right now. Hallelujah. Lift your hands where you are and begin to bless the name of the Lord Jesus. My God Almighty. Somebody said, I need the Holy Ghost. My God Almighty. You start at a place of repentance where you begin to repent of your sins before the Lord Jesus and acknowledge him. Listen to what the man said. When Jesus asked him the question, do you believe in the son of man? Who is he, sir? I want to believe in him. You have seen him, Jesus said, and he's speaking to you. Public confidence. Yes, I believe in your Lord. Hallelujah. My God Almighty. I can see this man. My God Almighty. Hallelujah. Connected to Jesus. So you need to make a public confession. Oh God. I believe in you. Oh I want this life giving power. That you have. My God Almighty. I believe that you have something. My God that's for me. My life is worth nothing. Until I touch you. Oh Put something inside me. Put your spirit inside me. Fill me with the power of the Holy Ghost. Lift your hands everywhere that you are right now. And begin to bless the name of the Lord. I'm speaking to somebody right now. Hallelujah. Your life has hit rock bottom. My God, there's no way. My God Almighty, you can't see yourself recovering. But I communicate life to you right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Open your mouth as the Holy Ghost give you utterance. And out of your belly as you believe on him the one that shed his blood on Calvary my God the one who died on a rugged cross my God almighty hallelujah that you and I can have life and have it more abundantly where blood was flowing from his side hallelujah a crown of thorn was upon his head my God almighty hallelujah and as he hung near on the cross at one point in time he became thirsty he said I thirst but the only thing they could offer him was so wine, my God Almighty, hallelujah, but he poured out his life in agony, he poured out his soul unto death, that you can have life in his name, by believing in his name, open your mouth as the Holy Ghost give you utterance, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water, my God Almighty, hallelujah, some of us, my God Almighty, you got a touch from the Lord, but you have gone dormant, my God Almighty, Hallelujah, hallelujah. The spirit of this world has slowly crept in, my God, and brought it to a place, my God, we have gone dormant. I'm telling you right now, cling to Jesus where you are. Open your mouth, touch him one more time. Let him lay his hands upon you. Let him cause this resurrective power that's moving right now, hallelujah, to touch you. Open your mouth and bless the name of the Lord Jesus. It shall be you a well springing up to everlasting life spring up oh well spring up oh well spring up in those dry places my god almighty hallelujah wave your hands and bless the name of the lord jesus hallelujah hallelujah somebody say hallelujah until you feel it hallelujah glory to your name worship jesus worship jesus worship jesus my god almighty this blind man has something to tell you when you get to understand the power and the authority that lies in his name you fall prostrate
prostrate before him. The church needs to know how to fall prostrate before the name of the Lord Jesus. I want to worship you. My God, I thank you for my sight, but more than my sight, oh God Almighty, this life-giving power that you have is what I need. I won't let you go till you bless me. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and bless the name of the Lord Jesus. My God Almighty. Hallelujah. Somebody's been touched right now. Somebody's been touched right now. Hallelujah. Bring every thought, my God, every evil thought, my God, into subjection right now. Hallelujah. I speak peace to this mind right now in the name of Jesus. As you begin to magnify the name of Jesus, as you begin, my God Almighty, hallelujah, to worship him. Oh God, with a singleness of heart. Oh God Almighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I speak against every distraction in the name of Jesus. I bind the powers of darkness in the name of Jesus Christ. And I command you loose. Right here in your homes. I command you loose, my God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Open your mouth. Power of the Holy Ghost. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost that comes in his name, my God Almighty. Open your mouth and begin to bless the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's touching you right now. He's touching you right now. He's touching you right now. He's touching your brokenness. Hallelujah. The heart that is shattered. The heart that's broken in many pieces. He's putting it back together right now as his in touch. The life-giving power is coming your way. Lift your hands and magnify the name of the Lord Jesus Christ.